Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And now, coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one. The only Buckle Podcast! Hey fam, you ready to record? Wait a second there, Thatch. What did you just say? I asked you guys if you're ready to record. Thatch, you said fam again. And welcome to the 275th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my scrumptious co-hosts. Scram! And Viger, and really scrumptious. That's coming, the word I'm, you're going to use. I'm coming up with new adjectives. I found myself saying wonderful, like, for the past 100 episodes. So I decided okay. to change up the adjectives every episode now. That's wonderful, Thatch. I know, isn't that? I'm trying to add some variety. <laughs> Also, I didn't oh catch gosh. that right away, but now I did. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> for, for new listeners, my, my name is not Scran, it's Scron. Just to saying that. Uh, if you are new, welcome. <laughs> if you're old, uh, welcome back. Uh, Puckle, of course, is the Pokemon Underground Champions League podcast that we talk about everything Pokemon uh, So once a week. And we have other shows during the week that you can listen to about the Pokemon. So, Don't forget Yokai Watch that. We also talk about that way too much. We we mention it way too much. And Fire <laughs> Uh, we talk about a lot of Fire Emblem on this show. Speaking so. of which, I'm playing Birthright right now as we speak. <laughs> Welcome um, to the Fuckle Podcast. The, fu- the Fuckle Podcast. The Fire Emblem. <laughs> That'll be taken so far out of context. I'm. I am literally. I am literally <laughs> only mentioning that? Fire Emblem because it bothers Bo. Like, <laughs> and I. Uh, and, and I know he listens to this show, and I know yeah. right now he's just like he, he's just he's you know, he's getting like his bow angry, where it's not really angry, but it's hilarious. Uh, Shaking my head, angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's open the show like we open the show every week. Uh, what have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? Well, I've been on my quest to make Puckle better. Um, <laughs> um, I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> um, but I recently, like, I had won four matches in a row in the UUTC, and I yeah. was very proud of myself. I had never done that well, well before, 
And then I lost to Sentient Pokeball in the championship, uh, like the semifinal match. Yeah. So now I'm in the loser's bracket, and I'm hoping to go back and uh, reclaim victory. Ooh. Yeah. Well, Got a plan and everything. Yeah. How about you, yeah. Viger? What have you been up to? Uh, in between work hours, because it's uh, yeah, a heavy phone area. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of Pokemon Go whenever I can. Oh, because of second stuff. gen being out. So. Yeah, second gen. Yeah, we talked about that last week, I think. And uh, so. yeah, that's fun. Uh, first been... Pokemon was a Slugma. I think I'm on a good roll here right mm-hmm. now. Caught a Ferret for a Sentret, so things are looking up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So uh, for me, we did. I've done a lot of fun Pokemon stuff this week, actually. Um, first of all, uh, I got to play test this campaign for Pokemon Tabletop United. That I've been writing. Um, oh, jeez. Tell, tell us some more about it. <laughs> well, Scrawn was there. Uh, I know yes. nobody. <laughs> he Scrawn was there. We were taught. We uh, we played Pokemon. So if you have if you ever played Dungeons and Dragons, it's pretty much Pokemon Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, so mm. that went pretty well. Uh, we're playtesting it for some content that's going to come out here in the next, hopefully in the next month or so. So keep your that's eye out stuff. for that. Yeah, no, we've, I've got lots of plans this year. I've got lots of plans. <laughs> uh, and, and we'll see if plans. they work out. We'll see. We'll see. We've got so lots much of content for you guys. You're not going to know what to do with it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I've got, I've got like a strategy for this year to get myself because what happens is like when you get stuff going, it eventually just becomes like autonomous and it just works itself out, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, talk, yeah. Like the TCG cast, like Jushiro does a fantastic job there, and keeping <laughs> on top of it, and. Uh, snag with game quarter. He's on top of it there, and so on and so Ethan. forth. Movie cast with Ethan. Ethan. Yep, I, I have to. Yeah. I have to make sure I acknowledge him as well. Uh, Ethan, <laughs> I'm a fan of Ethan. Ethan's actually Ethan and Bo are actually coming uh, in like two weeks, less than that. Yeah, now. good gonna, for you, Thatch. They're gonna come and hang uh, out. We're gonna we're gonna shoot a uh, puckle documentary. Uh, I really look forward to that. You should just like have a picture of Scrawn like uh, just randomly around your house. uh, (laughs) Just wanders in eating a waffle or something. Like like giving the Torah in the documentary. Yeah, this is a picture of just Scrawn I keep in my house. Uh, (laughs) I like to move it around. I keep it by my bedside. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is just a picture of Scrawn that I keep in my house. This is a picture. I I got a picture of Jushiro over here. It's it's great. It's great. It's like it's like they're here all the time. They help me produce great content on a daily basis. <laughs> I wouldn't call it daily just yet. Uh, we're getting there, though. We're right? getting there. <laughs> weekly basis, yeah. Yeah, we're getting. We're. I mean, more than weekly now. We're more than weekly because uh, yeah. we we have a, we have two shows a week now. Uh, unless there's five Thursdays in a month, then I don't know what we do. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, we'll we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, what else? I, I, oh, yeah, I've been working on uh, the Patreon team this month. Uh, they they all selected Pinsir as the Pokemon to build around this month, which is uh, which has been a challenge, honestly. I would assume uh, using Mega Pinsir. Yes, you have to use Mega Pinsir. You, yeah, that's about all you can do with it. <laughs> so, so Mega Quick Attack Normal Pinsir. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> Mega yeah. Pinsir is actually a lot of fun uh, to use, but it, it used to be a lot better before Bank came out. I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, if you so many you steel get, types to counter fairies, you know. Yeah, you got you got a lot of uh, you got a lot of steel types that pop up because of bank, and you see a yeah. lot more usage of like Skarmory and stuff because now it has access to stealth rocks, and and now we have Magiarna actually. And that typing is so so mm-hmm. good. 
Yeah, well, you can get around. You can get around uh, Magirna, but the real the real problem is uh, things like Skarmory and Metagross. Yeah. Metagross especially is a is a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. So I mean, we've been working on a team. I think we got something that I'm 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 happy with uh, to okay. to give to everybody. I mean, I, I laddered up to like thirteen hundred, so it wasn't that far that I got with it. But right. I mean, if you can get to thirteen hundred, I feel like it's a it's an all right team to play around with. They probably need some adjustments. So. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. a few things here and there. To yeah, make it work. I, I mean, it probably needs like one of the Pokemon needs to be replaced, probably. And I just to right now, I just can't figure out which one, and I'd rather move on to another team to have fun with, you know. Mm. So gotcha. I mean, I love because doing of the aforementioned Be- sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because Pinsir's not as good, honestly. I mean, I want to, I want to. I gave them the option of Mega Charizard X, and I was kind of hoping they'd choose that because <laughs> I. Uh, I really wanted to build a team around Charizard X, and then I did before I even built this Pinsir team. That's just <laughs> been the story of your life this past week. Like in the campaign, you oh, never mind. Yeah, don't don't. Oh, spoil but, but, it. yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's gonna be it, it. It'll be a blast. Uh, we have a good time. Yeah. We have a good time. Um, let's see. Yeah, so that team, and then what else? I need to put up the episode, actually, the uh, the Puckle movie commentary that Ethan and I recorded for the patrons. I forgot to do that as well. Um, so that's going to – watch out for that. That should be up hopefully by the time this is up, if I remember, after the show. So um, what, I, I guess that's, that's pretty much all I've been working on. I've been working on some teams, working on uh, getting stuff ready for the stream, and we'll, we'll see how that goes, though. I got yeah. I got plenty of content for Atland. Uh, if you're a patron, by the way, and you haven't gone and voted on a couple of the polls that we have going right now, go and do that. Uh, so uh, for Twitch right now, I Twitch slash YouTube, I'm planning to do a uh, a ribbon run, uh, which Scrawn, you're curious mm-hmm. about, and I should send you that that file that we were talking about. Um, yeah. But yeah. This. Uh, so what a ribbon run is is I'm trying to get a Pokemon that has all of the available ribbons on it. Yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So this is Gen 3 onward. So uh, the thing is you have to pick a Pokemon that's from Pokemon Coliseum. So I put a poll up there with a few choices that I thought would be fun. So uh, yeah. you get the patrons get to decide. And I know only about 15 of them have done so already out of the 40-some that are allowed to uh, allowed to vote on it. So if you haven't voted already and you want to you wanna make me run through with a pseudo-wudo, uh, go ahead and do that. <laughs> So I think I think right now uh, I think right now well let me see I, I have to double check I think um, uh, what is it one of them was winning and I forgot which one uh, Larvitar just pull uh, up that not Larvitar pull up that poll and figure it out I'm pulling up the poll right now the poll right mm. now uh, has uh, for alligator winning but just slightly mm. just slightly mm-hmm. so I mean I kind of want to go through Cedo Wudo. Uh, <laughs> Celebi. Uh, my favorite thing is R Sigma commented and he told me I have to catch it in a great ball. So you can't do oh. Celebi. Celebi, you have to be able to. It has to be a shadow Pokemon. I gotcha. And Celebi's not a shadow Pokemon, unfortunately. Oh, oh, so, neither is Larvitar. Yeah. Uh, Lar- there is a Tyranitar, but it, the problem is that oh, when you catch yeah. it, it's over level fifty. So it needs to be a shadow Pokemon under level fifty. Uh, okay. <laughs> there's a lot of that's copies very, here. That's very intriguing. Yeah, I ha- I have the whole list. I mean, it'll I'll go over it during the streams and on the YouTube and everything. So, mm. if you want to watch it there, but yeah, watch out for that kind of stuff on uh, on Twitch in the very near future because I'm going to start that very soon. That is my plan. So, 
Uh, the, other than that, though, I think that's it. So we are going to take it on over to the news. So cue the epic music. <laughs> And on to the news. So in the news, we have a few few interesting things. First of all, Pokemon Go events happening for Pokemon Day. Uh, Pokemon Day is February 27th, which is the day that Pokemon was first released in Japan. Pokemon Red and Green, I should say. Uh, so th- to celebrate that, there's a week-long event from the 26th to the 6th of March. Uh, so literally today, as we're recording this, up until next Saturday... Or next Sunday, actually. You can go ahead and play Pokemon Go. And if you do so, you'll get a po- Pikachu. You can have the opportunity to catch a Pikachu with a party hat. Very much and they, like they have an increased appearance rate, right? Yeah. It's just like it's just like the Santa hat Pikachu back in December. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's just got a little party hat. I assume when you evolve it into a Raichu, it's still a Raichu with a party hat. <laughs> That'd uh, be cool. Also, the International Challenge started this uh, this weekend, and it's almost over by the time you're li- – well, it is over by the time you're listening to this. Uh, so if you competed, just wait, and sooner or later you'll be able to get your Beedrillite and your Maulite. Yep. Uh, fun story. I actually joined that. Yeah. Like, I signed up with everything, mm-hmm. but I brought a singles team because I thought it would be singles. No, it's doubles. You should read it. It's, I know. I know that now, Thatch. <laughs> I lost three <laughs> matches in a row because I was using a toxic stall mandibuzz against a Hariyama and a Ninetales. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, actually. That's pretty hilarious. It, it is pretty funny, I admit. I got really close on one of the games. Yeah, well, like... all you need to do is play about three of them, I believe. To uh, Yeah, to I did the three. Beedrillite and Maw Eyelight, so yep. definitely do that. Uh, uh, other than that, that's that. We haven't heard anything else about the inter- uh, international challenge. Uh, though those mega stones, it sounds like, will be available even if you didn't do the international challenge as well. Um, at, at a later date, not today. But hopefully, I think it sounds like by the end of the summer, according to their press release last week, that we'll be able to get all of the mega stones that are missing. Good so, stuff. Probably in like so. one of those big updates they do. Well, no, it sounds yeah. like they're going to do like little distribution events like throughout the throughout the next few months. Oh, okay. It'll be like, hey, you get yourself a camera update by putting in the serial number or this little <laughs> password or whatever. Just uh, give me my Metagross site and I'll be fine. Metagross site's already there. It's already in the game. The battle tree is too difficult for me to... <laughs> I can get you a Metagross site. I've got a Metagross site if you want one. No excuses, uh, Viger. I've got one if you want one, Viger. I'll work for mine. Uh, okay. I got it. <laughs> uh, in other news, uh, both Pokemon Worlds and the the uh, North American International information was finally released uh, earlier this week, which is the longest which is the longest time we've ever had to wait for either of those pieces of information. By the way, so TPCI really needs to get itself together. <laughs> so the international uh, is going to take place. It's just going to be U.S. nationals, as I thought, um, and it's returning to Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, that's, June a, 3rd. that's a good location. It really yeah, is. Yeah, no, I really like that better than the Columbus Convention Center. You, you yeah. and I both went to both, so mm-hmm. I think we can both say that that was definitely better. And uh, the good thing is, it's not on the Fourth of July weekend this time. Uh, it is. Like, it is actually. It's June thirtieth to July second. That's as close as you can get to July fourth as a weekend this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Unfortunately, yeah, but it's not actually on the fourth like it was yeah. four, two years ago. Yeah, I'm super upset though this year because I have to actually go to a conference and give a talk during that weekend. Oh my so, lord! I know I can't go, and you know it's just like a three hour drive, so it's not that hard to go. Uh, so I, I'm Do really the conference upset. then then high high hot wheels it over. Yeah. Well, the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So the problem is uh, the so the conference is within driving distance of uh of columbus uh it's actually in my old hometown of uh, south bend indiana um which is still the same distance away from indianapolis as columbus is by the way uh, <laughs> um even though it's in the same state but we were i so the conference is up there but unfortunately since we're driving and i have to drive because i know how to get there that means before i can go to the can i can go there because there's other people going to the conference as well I have to drive to Columbus first, and then I can drive to Indianapolis. Oh, um, so that's like six hours of driving in one day just to get just to kind of go back to Indiana. Uh, <laughs> that like, seems a bit too yeah, much. Yeah. So, so I wouldn't even be there until like Saturday in the middle of the day. So for, by then, it's just not worth going. Uh, right. I totally would. Um, Worlds, however, is going to be in the Anaheim Convention Center, Anaheim, California. That is uh, from yeah. August 18th to the 20th. So that's going to be fun. Um, are you that's going this week? Are you planning to go this week, or Scron again? I know you want. Uh, to I think my I think my uh, university starts on the 18th. Oh, so okay. I don't think so. Okay, that's fine. Um, like, that's... I really want to though. Like I have, yeah. no, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grew up definitely two go hours away from where that's going to be. So I have family yeah. there, friends there. I definitely yeah. want to check it out at some point. Uh, definitely go to Worlds. I mean, you you suggested it and you praised it. Oh, it's know. such an amazing experience! Like, yeah. no, like all the all the like, if you haven't been there, you just need to go because, like, it, it, nationals is one thing because you've got people from all around the U.S. But Worlds is different because you've got people from all around the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm at Sejun Park. Yeah. <laughs> It's good stuff. It's good stuff, man. <laughs> like I, I don't, I didn't speak Korean except for like Anyang Haseo, but you know, <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, no, it's... no, I, I, I agree. So this obviously, uh, these, these dates obviously affect PuckleCon, as I'm sure everybody's super excited about. Um, so PuckleCon this year is going to be different than it's been in the past two years. Um, I, I this was going to happen inevitably. But uh, it's a little bit sooner than I would have liked it to be. But what we're going to do is we're going to hold our own event here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, so if you're looking to come to PuckleCon, that, that's where it's going to be this year. It's going to be in Columbus, Ohio again. We are going to be doing it either the weekend of July 15th and 16th or July 22nd and 23rd. It's still tentative uh, because we worked out a deal with a local ga- game store where we can use their, their, uh, their location for free. And which is really nice because I was planning to drop much more than free money on something, uh, much more than zero dollars on a venue. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> uh, it's really nice, which means that the pricing is going to be really nice. So what we're going to do is we're going to hold our own local game tournaments and stuff. So there there will be other people there that aren't just here for Puckle um, mm-hmm. coming in and hopefully taking taking part. And we're, we've t- got a got a tournament organizer that can hopefully make it a sanctioned tournament as well which will be really cool. So it'll be on the Pokemon.com website. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, we will at some point record a podcast there. Uh, I don't know if we'll do it at the venue itself or at a, another location. Don't we'll forget see. you'll get to go to cool Asian fusion restaurants with Thatch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
best that, part. Best part of nationals, really. Uh, I mean, I think I think the best like, part I of BuckleCon last year, despite like we we did have it in an international or like in nationals, right? And that's a big thing that a lot of people probably like that let a lot of people come. But if you if you really are on the fence about this, like go listen to last year's episode. I everybody yeah. there I that I've talked to said that the best part of PuckleCon was just getting to hang out with everybody. And yes. So I, I think you could just go ahead and if you have any inhibitions, just just come on out. We'd appreciate seeing you. Um, if you're gonna go, ahead, we're gonna do uh, video game tournaments and trading card game tournaments at this. Uh, so definitely come out to try to do that. Um, you can be the PuckleCon champion. You could be, and I mean, we're hoping to, we're planning to stream most of this. So we'll see how that goes. Um, well, we're definitely going to do VGC and TCG, like uh, normal v- VGC, like 2v2. Um, and I'm hoping to get something set up so we can do an OU tournament. I don't know how that works. I think we can technically get it sanctioned, sanctioned, quote unquote, uh, to the point where you can put it on the Pokemon.com website if it's an OU tournament. Uh, oh, so, or just singles tournament. I think or, OU's yeah, I think you say singles, but you can say Smogon OU restrictions or whatever mm-hmm. in the little description. So we'll 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 get some more details on that here in the near future. Uh, so, but yeah, we need to wait for a Magic pre-release before we can nail down a definitive date. So yeah, uh, we'll watch out for that. Uh, if you are planning on coming though, please let us know. You can send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We would like to know, even if you're fifty fifty. If you're like, I don't know, but I'd like to go. Send us an email. Let us know. Uh, that way we can get a head count of how many people we're going to have. And if we're going to blow out this venue, we need to find a new place. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. So I don't want to, I don't want us to like overpopulate this venue at all. We so could have RFP. special <laughs> that You have to wake up at 4am to get. Yeah. That's not going to happen. We'll try Trust not to me. I know what that's like. Well, but yeah, so I we, we just want to get an idea of head count and that way we can actually prize things accordingly and everything. Uh, we've yeah. got a pretty big prize budget this year, uh, considering that we don't have to actually pay for the venue. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, definitely. Wait, what did someone? Did someone say something? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, I know. I know a lot of people want that, but at the same time, like we could probably only afford one, and we're gonna at least hold three different tournaments. Yeah. You know? And so, which one is that the prize for, and everything? And you start having issues. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Um, we'll we'll announce more hopefully before the end of March. But if you are planning on, if you are considering coming, just let us know. Shoot us an email. Uh, shoot me a message. Do whatever you need to do to let us know. That way, like I said, we can get a head count. We know if we're going to blow out this venue or not, because uh, it's not super large. So I want to make sure that everything's okay there. Um, but I think that's it for the news. Uh, I'm super excited for PuckleCon. I hope you guys are as well. Um, not just Scrawn and Viger. I know Scrawn. We'll see what happens. The date might change to the thirtieth. Yeah, uh, we'll I would love that. That'd be so. cool. We can celebrate Shamu's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on the second of August or something. Mm-hmm. Get him a cake. Uh, <laughs> we can buy him a cake. Yeah, we'll see though. We'll we'll get that together though. Here, a cake that looks like a shuckle. Yeah, which within, is <laughs> within the next within the next four episodes, guys, you'll know for sure when and where this tournament's going to be. So, as I said, email us pucklepodcast@gmail.com. We are going to go on to the next segment though and quiz our co-host with their innate Pokemon knowledge in Puckle's Pokey Quiz.
And on to Puckles Pokey Quiz. Puckles Pokey Quiz is our show where we get to quiz our co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. What's in their brains, not what's on the internet. So, of course, guys, you have to lower your browsers. Don't use those. And we are going to jump right on in. Uh, the way this game works is you guys get one minute to answer each question. And, of course, you get um, one hint to th- use throughout it. Uh, if you get all five questions correct, though, you can cash that hint in for an extra point at the end. Uh, one of these questions will be worth an extra point. So, are you guys ready? Uh, wait a sec, just let me open up Google. <laughs> okay. So, so we're ready. Uh, so, question number one. I know both of you have played the TCG before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so A little. So, with it being the anniversary of Pokemon, this is the 21st anniversary of Pokemon, uh, if we look back at the launch of the Pokemon TCG back in the 90s, how many types of Pokemon were there initially in the Pokemon TCG during its launch? Well, I know that they added Dark, Steel, and Fairy. So if you have the... And if you combine the pooling, so there's Water, there's Electric, Grass, uh, Fire, fire, yeah. Psychic, uh, and Fighting. So... And oh, also normal. So seven. Yes, those colorless seven. seven uh, yeah. Now that's let's think if there's anything else that we're missing. If like there's a special so. one, I don't think there is because they didn't introduce dual types either, and they're pretty much that's all there is aside from the three that have been added. Yeah. As of late, I'd yeah. say seven. Uh, yeah, and flying was normal. I'm, I'm just trying to make sure we're thorough. Yeah, earth uh, and rock were always fighting. Yep. Poison and uh, Ghost was always Psychic. Poison <clears throat> Ghost, Psychic, yeah. Bug yeah, was always good. Grass. Yeah, I think it's seven, Thatch. You did say Water. Normal. Right? If, you did say Water. Yeah, we said, right. we said Water. If we're so, not counting... Okay. Yeah. So seven's your final answer? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I like that tone of voice. Is it just <laughs> your final answer? I just need your fi- final answer. Yeah, yeah, seven. seven. Yeah. That that is correct. The answer is seven. The one thing you guys did say that was incorrect, though, which has nothing to do with the question, is that uh, poison type Pokemon were always psychic. That's actually not true. That's Back, yeah, they mix initially when they came the out, they were they were grass, and then they became psychic. All oh, right, on. Yeah. they switched yeah, yeah, to yeah. psychic. So you can go get a grass type Zubat. Uh, well, excuse uh, me. Yeah, just saying, princess. <laughs> <laughs> just trying um, to make sure we're correct, but, guys. But that's that's one that's that's one question. Uh, so our next question has to do with Pokemon video games. So okay. we may never get to meet Ash's dad uh, in the anime. Um, and, <laughs> and for the majority of Pokemon games, you like Ash only know your mother. But there is one set of Pokemon games that does allow you to meet your father. What set of games are they? Uh, How do we say it as either the reboot or the OG? Because I think that's where he's trying to throw us off. But he's still. Uh, could you rephrase the question? Could you say the question? Again what what what's what games? I don't know. Whatever games you want to say. Ruby Sapphire. <laughs> Omega Ruby answer? Alpha Sapphire. Is Norman. Yeah. Is that Norman your final Jim. answer? Yes. That is correct. Ruby and Sapphire and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire are the only games that you meet your father in. And that's because your father, Norman, is a gym leader. Uh, you never meet your mm. father in any of the other ones. Like, that's just not a trope they ever used again. It's really mm. odd. Yeah. They All talk right. about him in Gale of Darkness. Uh, Norman? Or your father? In- oh, yeah, yeah. In Gale of yeah. Darkness. That's not a mainstream Pokemon. It's not a main series game, though. That's technically a spinoff. Oh, uh, technically. Look, I'm fat. Technically. Te- technically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next question. So you guys are- He's going to hate us, Liger. He's going to hate us. I'm politically correct up in here. So... 
Okay. Game Freak, the company that uh, started our beloved franchise, didn't actually start as a video game development studio. Uh, what were they prior to being a video game developer? I want to oh say it's God. like a pachinko machine thing. Like it was like with the little capsule monsters and everything. They used to sell those. I like little arcade uh, stores. Where are, you, where are you getting that from? I don't know, because that's where uh, uh, Ken Sugimori got his inspiration for Pokemon. I don't know. Okay, well, that's an interesting idea because, like, Pachinko is super popular over here in Japan. Um, yeah. Pachinko. Gotcha. So, rather than just a video game company, you're thinking just a gaming company? Just like a toy company. Alright. Because, oh, like, that's they'd cool. sell the little toys that the... That would be yeah. those little capsules. Um, we should also consider, like, what if they were, like, a... Oh, actually, no. Like, my Japan history's come. Uh, Japan doesn't have many software companies... Because they are yeah. mainly hardware focused, so um, we're gonna need answers soon. Well, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> you get a minute. This is how the game works. Okay. Yeah, sure. Let's go with Viger's idea. Toy company. Toy company. Or, that... or like what? Kind of like falling under the definition of what we said. Okay. Yeah. Understandable. Uh, yeah. That is incorrect. Unfortunately, uh-huh. uh, they were actually a video game magazine that was all right. Ah, uh, oh, that okay. they, it was a self-published video game magazine, and then they realized that the games weren't that great, and they're just kind of like, "Well, the games aren't that great. We can do better." And they came up with Pokemon. <laughs> uh, and then they did. So, <laughs> uh, then they did. They made the they made the second most popular franchise in the entire world. Uh, so good on second them. Second is the best. First is the worst. Uh, that's Mario. That's Mario. Uh, <laughs> and. Uh, Okay, so question number four. So you guys should probably use your hint at some point, because you can't cash in anymore. Um, All right. So in Pokemon Leaf Green and Fire Red, uh, remakes of the games that started it all, Pokemon Fred and Blue. Uh, this is also possible. In Pokemon Disney. Fred? Did Red, I just hear you? Red, Red and Blue. <laughs> Pokemon Fred, my dog Fred. Um, uh, but uh, So in Pokemon Red, Blue, and Leaf Green and Fire Red, uh, what is the lowest possible level to obtain an Electrode through an in-game trade. You, of course, have the hint as well. I want to say... Well, I'd wait, also have to say... Wait, it wait. has to be level 2 because he would have to evolve Voltorb at some point. But No, he, he, there's a trade for an Electrode in the game. It's Cinnabar yeah, Island Lab. Uh, we need to think about the lowest level that you can evolve uh, Pokemon. So it's you said in-game trade, right, Thatch? It's through an in-game trade, yeah. Okay, uh, what is the Pokemon you traded for? I, I want to say... Seal or like you could also Egon? get a hint, obviously, for this. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's use the hint. This is a hard one. Yeah, uh, so you actually have to trade a Raichu. Okay, and right because then you can evolve it via Thunderstone. Yeah, so the lowest level you can catch a Pikachu at, which I think is four, four, three. It's either four or three. Like what? I got it. I need to Google this now. <laughs> it's either four or three. It's either three or four. Uh, three or four. Oh, gee. Um, uh. I am leaning more towards four just because of the rarity that Pikachu is in Viridian Forest. Uh, yeah. That's what I want to um, say. Let's just do four. Sure. Four. Is that your final answer? Four is our final answer. Uh, again, I don't like the tone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying yeah, it. Sure. Four, four is our final answer. <laughs> Uh, that is unfortunately incorrect. It is three. Uh, ah! uh, it, because you can't catch a level three Pikachu, evolve it with a Thunderstone. 
uh, and trade for the electrode it. on Cinnabar Island. So yeah, you were yeah. you were correct with almost everything except for the I get half a Pikachu. point fetch. You're giving it to everyone else. Why? I'm I not giving any more half points out. This is over. <laughs> also, it's not, not really fair. a half point. It's not really a half point. It's an advantage. Uh, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's an advantage. It's like it's like in tennis, like advantage. You know, uh, <laughs> favoritism is what it is. <laughs> favoritism. Okay. <laughs> Uh, question number five. Now this one's worth two points because there's two Pokemon that are the answers. So one point for each Pokemon. Oh, cool. um, okay. So, uh, I always ask a question about base stats just because it gives people a feel for what's, what the base stats of Pokemon are. And it's an easy question to write. Um, so that last, that last part specifically, uh, so, uh, including all <laughs> mega evolutions and generation seven Pokemon, there are two steel type Pokemon that share the highest base defense of all steel types. Go on. Right. One is one is Mega Agron, <laughs> and I think the other is Mega Steelix. Uh, mm. I was gonna say now base defense. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Base defense. I w- and you said Mega Agron is one of them. Yeah, Mega Agron is absolutely one of them. I want to say, and this is just a shot in the dark, just because I'm applying resistances and everything as well. I want to say it's. Dialga or Mega Metagross as well? Not Dialga, not Mega Mega Metagross. Okay, Neither of them mind. come close to Mega Agrons. Never mind. I think that Steelix could be close though. But Steelix I, it could, could be. be. be I do remember. Else, I do remember like doing like a uh, an, uh one of my playthroughs of Diamond that I had a Steelix and its defense just shot through the roof. Yeah. As it continued on and on, but wouldn't Mega Steelix have a higher base defense then? Yeah, it'd be Mega Steelix. Okay, so you want to say Mega Aggron and Mega Steelix? Um, One second, let me think. Are these your final answers? I'm going to need one. Uh, Yeah, what we said. Mega Steelix and Mega Aggron. Correct on both accounts. Yes! So both Mega Aggron and Mega Steelix are tied for the highest base defense of Steel-type Pokemon at a base of 230. um, Nice. Literally the highest, except for Shuckle. So good for you guys. <laughs> well, Shuckle's there. heavily modified as well. <laughs> yes. So uh, that that gives you guys four points for today. So I'm gonna go throw that into my magic sheet. Um, my magic sheet where I keep all of your stats. So that puts Viger on the board today. Woo! And so yeah. So the standings are updated. Uh, of course, you guys are playing for Pokemon coasters that my wife is going to create. Yes. So, uh, yes. They're, they're actually going to look really cool. Um, so you guys saw the coasters at PuckleCon last year, right? Yes, yeah, I we did. saw the. And I also saw how both of us pocketed them all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, that happens. He got okay. he got super triggered that you didn't do it without his permission or anything. <laughs> hey, like, we can I have polios? Gbo, why don't you just take five? <laughs> well if you want some you should have just asked um okay so the uh you just might, when he here. comes up there for the documentary filming you might want to just like put those on lock and key just to be on the safe side <laughs> so so <laughs> gotta be coming up- for those coasters so the standings are updated uh of course is the race to first to 30 so we're gonna see where we're at so in first place we have dr shamu with 13 points in second place we have scrawn with 11 points we in third place we have Jushiro because of the advantage at with ten points. Uh, in fourth place we have Whimsicott with ten points. You mean ten point five? And, t- and tied for <laughs> and tied point. for fifth 
uh, is Bosephus and Viger with four points. And then Yay. in seventh place is Maximus with three. And then everybody else has yet to get on the board. So that's where we are with that, guys. Uh, tune in next week for another exciting edition of Puckle's Pokey Quiz. We are going to take a short break here, guys, and we're going to go straight to the topic. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. We're going to jump right on into the topic. Our topic today is going to be, since this is the anniversary of Pokemon, uh, what our first experiences with Pokemon were like. Um, It's been 21 years since Pokemon came out in Japan. Uh, For most of us, though, it would have been in September of 98 that we were exposed to Pokemon, uh, the game. The anime, I think, started in August or so, or April or something like that. Um, I need to get dates now because I don't trust myself. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I swear I know these dates. Um, I'm not exactly 100% sure when they launched. So they launched on uh, in the United States September 28th, 1998. So I was correct. Uh, Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, I don't know about when the Pokemon anime first aired, though. I, I know it was before the games. I don't know how much before. Mm. Um, so I don't know exactly when it came out. I believe it was the. Uh, it was e- either August or April. I, I think it's mm. August though, because I feel like six months is a really long time to hype kids up for a Pokemon <laughs> video game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, Gron was saying before the show, uh, before we started recording, that he uh, he had an awesome first experience with Pokemon, so I'd love to hear it. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, my first experience was uh, back in June 2003. Really? Scrum oh, well, yeah, you lo- guys are, like, way younger. Well, not... Oh, yeah. You're way younger than me. I totally. keep forgetting this. Well, not way, but you're younger than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're super old, Thatch. I'm not... Super old. My birthday's yeah. coming in, like, three weeks. Yeah. Well, anyway, I was like seven at that time, somewhere around there. And uh, it was my birthday, right? Mm -hmm. And Scrawn was a really, really, I wouldn't say rotten child because I was really polite, but I was like really like abrasive. Oh, so like now? Yeah. Oh, kind of like now. (laughs) I, I was more like, I don't need friends because I have like video games and like i can go outside and play with sticks you know that was scrawn and then he met me and now scrawn yeah. has friends <laughs> so for my birthday june t- 2003 uh my mom invited family uh and that like they ha- they came over and then she invited like three friends from a school that i had gone to like uh i had gone there like i had recently moved so she brought these friends from a school that i had gone to for like first grade and mm-hmm. like I I told her that I didn't want her to do that and I didn't like them because <laughs> I don't know I, I'm just I'm just like that. So these these like three kids come over and they all like brought me like birthday gifts like oh it's a baseball glove yeah I, I hate baseball that's that's literally <laughs> what my reaction was something like oh, that. God. But uh, so oh, these God. kids like they they came to my birthday party and then I just basically like I can't say it on the show but I I told them the 
basically just go out like I don't want to play with you go and like play in our jacuzzi or something <laughs> so that's what <laughs> that's they a, did you picked you pick like a weird location okay yeah 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 like that's what they all wanted to do I didn't do anything with them that whole birthday I it's like oh, one God. of my big one of my biggest regrets but what happened is that on that birthday my aunt brought me one of those big Toys R Us uh pokemon card packs of like the movie you know and oh, like yeah you got like the trainer cards that were like exclusive to like the gym leaders and stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then i was like oh sweet pokemon like i i've never really had a tangible contact with it before i hadn't played any of the games etc so i open it up <laughs> and this is when it gets this is when you really want to start hating scrum <laughs> i open up the cards and I see, like, it's, like, all, like, Lieutenant Surge's Raichu and, like, Erica's Venomoth and stuff like yeah, that. I remember you know? those packs. I remember those packs. And yeah. I was, like, I don't want these Pokemon cards. They, they're other people's Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so I just basically, like, give them all to my cousin. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I don't want these. And I only kept the ones that didn't say they were a specific person's Pokemon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was repulsive. I remember yeah, those later, cards. Later, what I did was like most of these cards are like first edition too, mm-hmm. <laughs> like for, first edition for their sets at least. Um, so I was just like uh, later uh, that same day, I was like, I want my cards back from my cousin, and he wouldn't give them back. So I was super <laughs> sad. <laughs> oh god, uh, yeah. that's your first experience with Pokemon. Yeah, basically. When did you get your games? When did you? Uh, I got it like. Um, Really soon after that, I think it was like a, a day after when after okay. the main party, and that's yeah. I, my first game was a Sapphire version. Okay, yeah, I was just very curious because like that. I mean, that's a very I like that it's Pokemon cards. It's not like the video game. No, no, I, no. Like, I like that a lot. I don't like them. I don't like them. You can take have them. them, but I want them back. Uh, okay, yeah. but Viker, how about you? What was your first experience like? Uh, mine is kind of a bit of a mixed bag because I, it's, it's weird knowing how like fundamentally like into Pokemon I am nowadays, but back yeah, really. in my wee little lad days back in the nineties, cause yeah, I'm that old. Um, uh, it was, I was always aware that Pokemon was a thing and I was actually more into the anime or as I knew it, the Saturday morning cartoons than I was with the actual games. Like I'd, I'd known people, I'd known people that had like red and blue and I'd seen mm-hmm. them play it before. And I played a bit here and there, but I never really got into it. I was more invested in the anime itself. Yeah. And then it all changed when one Easter morning, when I go downstairs to play my fabulous uh, brand spanking new N64 and a little box was sitting on the couch and it had two words on it Pokemon Stadium oh my gosh and that's awesome it, and then it pretty much changed from then on because then I saw how it was to actually battle with Pokemon how to actually play Pokemon rather than just watch it it's like oh I can make my own team with all these pre-built Pokemon and I can battle other people Mainly my brother, because he's the only one that can play against me. Or the AI, <laughs> whichever one. And then it was, we also, I actually think we spent more time playing the minigames. 
Oh, and absolutely. Actual Pokemon battles, which I think is very justified with anybody who does play Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, no, seriously. If you play you Pokemon pl- Stadium, you have to play the mini games, right? You play the mini. Like, you go. You play Stadium for the mini games. That's what yeah. you play for. Absolutely. So, and then it's uh, <clears throat> I again was more into the cartoon and the stadium games when i heard stadium 2 came out introducing mm-hmm. a whole plethora of new pokemon and everything i was like oh i gotta get my hands on these and there's going to be new mini games my life has purpose again yeah. and then it's just like and then it sort of tapered off at that like dark age we know know as gen 3 <laughs> i i want to say yeah, i'm no. not the only one that kind of had a falling out with the series no, you're you're absolutely not i mean if you just look at the sales right I, and, yeah just, i mean you just, can even tell between like our our like friend groups of friends like if i if i played pokemon with somebody um typically they i play with them first gen maybe second gen because i remember a lot of kids getting super excited about gold and silver right yeah just and because then, it's more pokemon more new pokemon and then by the time i got into uh third gen it, i was in sixth grade so i was like 12 or something like that it was 2003 i remember very vividly because it came out on my birthday um, right and it was 2003 i went and got the games because i thought pokemon was the coolest thing ever still i still do <laughs> obviously because i i make a show once a week right and, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No, because I, I think the other reasoning that I had the big falling out with Gen Three was there was no actual dedicated Pokemon Stadium Three. Yeah, right. I mean, there, there was just Coliseum, and I was super confused. I'm like, where are the mini games? That that was super confusing for one. <laughs> I mean, instead of mini games, they give you a whole RPG. But yeah, uh, and that's what I didn't get. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the, I kind of had the falling out with the series. The I had grown out of the anime. And yeah. then it's just nobody I knew was really like invested in the exactly. series. I, I just feel like I feel like for a lot of us that was like middle school, you know? Yeah, it was when that happened. Was that was school. middle school for a lot of the like the OG Pokemon fans. Yeah, uh, it, it was definitely like middle school that we all that people fell out of it because that's something we did when we were kids. You can't do that now. That's not cool, right? No. And for me, I just didn't care. I mean, I'm gonna do yeah, two thousand. 2003 was when uh, Ruby and Sapphire yeah, dropped. Yeah, it was March 18th. Yeah, that, that was, that was then, definitely like when I was in like late elementary, early slash mid middle school. Mm-hmm. And then you've got people like me who actually like started playing the game then. Well, yeah. Well, that's because that you're, you're like in the age group below us. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you oh. were, you said you were seven in 2003, right? And so. I'm probably in there. Yeah, so that's about the age that we all started playing Pokemon to begin with, with Red and Blue. And then mm-hmm. we get into, you get into something like that where we're just all, you know, moving on. And you, you, by the time you're seven, we're like, I'm 13, right? Mm-hmm. By the time and, you're seven, we're like 60. And yeah, <laughs> we're like 13. And so that so it's not cool anymore because seven-year-olds are playing it. That's, that's yeah. the reasoning, right? And the... Um, and it was, it was then, it was in generation three. I remember very vividly because that was the beginning of my high school. We were still in gen three. Uh, I remember discovering how to IV, I remember doing EVs and IVs and figuring out how they work. Yeah. And that was in gen three. And then when gen instead four came out, it's a, like, yeah. It's like instead I, of just using a broken Alakazam. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd like yeah. to say something else. Um, yeah, go for it. During that time, that same summer, actually, um, my house burnt down in the California oh Cedar Fire. Cedar fires. That's awful. That's it, awful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Were you just about and, to say that's awesome? <laughs> no, I said that's awful. Okay, I, I you said that's awful. That. 
awesome. I'm not gonna say that's awesome. That sounds. That's, I'm not a horrible person. Well, and during that time, uh, I remember very vividly. Uh, my dad had brought us to the house because the fires were coming, and he said, "Grab whatever you want to take with you." And mm-hmm. like, I had a little shelf next to my bed, so I went over to that shelf and I grabbed like I don't know a few things. I, it's not very, not very, you know, easy to remember, but yeah. I specifically grabbed that Sapphire version that I had played. <laughs> of course. And the next year, like my family was on the road. We mm-hmm. basically, uh, we bought an RV with like insurance money and yeah. we just started traveling around the U S uh, trying to find a place to set up. Mm-hmm. Eventually we landed in Texas but that whole time, I was playing Pokemon. Yeah. And it was a good time. You know? <laughs> like, it meant something. Yeah. I got I got a Blaziken yeah. and a Crobat to level 100. And, that, and that's part of the reason why I like Crobat so much. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's understandable. I mean, I think was, that's how a lot of us got our favorites, right? I mean, yeah. like, uh, I know personally the reason, like, for Alligator is, like, associated with me, you know, is because of Gold and Silver version. Like, the, those were by... That's, that's, like, my coming of age in Pokemon, right? I remember, <laughs> I remember getting red and blue and i didn't even know how to save i didn't know how to catch pokemon i wasn't staying i wasn't gonna let i wasn't gonna read some guy that stopped me in the middle of the road to like teach me how to catch pokemon you know mm-hmm. and and so you know i eventually figured it out and i didn't know what i was doing so you know i was the kid with the level 88 blastoise when they went to the elite four and everything else like i had an 18 level 18 pidgeotto and everything else was like incredibly under leveled in my party so <laughs> I, I was that kid you know mm-hmm and so I, I remember, I remember that, but gold and silver were the games where I, you know, I really got into it. Uh, I, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to be balanced. I'm going to keep everything going. And I just very vividly remember, um, I used to do, I used to do martial arts. I did martial arts for 10 years. Um, and I remember vividly when gold and silver came out, I didn't get them on launch day. Those were the, those were the, uh, last Pokemon games I did not get on launch day. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember that. I know that for a fact. Um, but I remember my, my friend that lived around the block got it and he came over to my house. He showed me how to play Pokemon. He showed me Pokemon Silver, all the new Pokemon that were in it. And, uh, it worked out really well because he didn't have a Game Boy Color. I, and, uh, I did. I had a Game Boy Color. He didn't. And so Gold and Silver were way different on the Game Boy Color. Um, you could, uh, you could like get the colors and everything. And I remember very vividly, um, wanting that game and I asked my mom for it and so she came over one day she came and picked me up from uh, when I was doing martial arts and she's like I got you Pokemon and I, it was a Friday night I remember very vividly it was Friday night and so I remember plugging that in sitting down in my room and I played that for like hours and I got my Totodile and I leveled it up and I got the Crocna on the first night you know <laughs> and that that is one of my most vivid Pokemon memories uh uh, yeah yeah no that was just one of my most, that was fantastic you know? uh, right that was fantastic well and, my my story actually does continue a little bit yeah. further no because, go for it i know it does i know it does again yeah i have yeah. that i have that falling out in gen 3 where i just sort of acknowledge pokemon as a thing but it's just something that i'm too old to play but <clears throat> i at the time i was i'd say it was a uh, Diamond and Pearl came out in 2007. 2000... April 2007. 2007. 
Yeah. It was about of then. I was knows the Gen 4 starting yeah, date. Of course he knows. I know, I was, I was I know fresh- all of the Gen starting <laughs> yeah. dates. I know all of them. I was a freshman at the time, or at least exiting middle school at the time. Yeah. And I had... Uh, subscription to Nintendo Power, God rest its soul. Oh my uh, god, I miss that magazine so much. That and, was like the magazine to have. And I got one, a new issue came out, and it was advertising mainly on the cover of Pokemon Diamond with Dialga. And I was just like, huh, that's a Pokemon. And it looks pretty darn cool. And I got this new three, I've got this new DS and everything. And I just continued reading it and I was like, Turtwig looks really nice. Can't wait to see what it evolves into. And because we had internet at the day and Japan got it so super freaking early beforehand, mm-hmm. I was able to oh, see I that. that. I, like, I remember that. Torterra looks pretty darn awesome. I'm going to get this game because I'm hearing a lot of talk about it. Like, I'm hearing a lot of my friends at school are getting the new Diamond and Pearl games. So I got Diamond, and that was the actual very first uh the very first game that i really got into with Mm -hmm. the actual main series of pokemon beyond the anime and beyond stadium as well and it would rekindle that when i got battle revolution i was like all this nostalgia that came back because again i grew up on the stadium games those are the games that i recall playing so battle revolution was like this is stadium on steroids and now I actually know how to effectively battle. And what is this? I can use my own Pokemon from Diamond in the game? This is crazy. I don't have to use uh, pre-built parties and everything. No, it was I, great. I love, I love these games. Like, the, the games like Diamond, or not Diamond, Battle Revolution, stuff like that. I know Battle Revolution was like the real last one we got, you know? And, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, under, I understand why it didn't sell so well, considering like what it was. No mini games. Uh, yeah, there were no <laughs> mini games. If they would have literally just thrown mini games in, I guarantee that game would have been way better. Yeah. They could have literally just reskinned the ones from Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Stadium 2, and mm-hmm. it probably would have sold way better. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, no joke. But I I think those games, like, there's a place for those games. I know they they want to, like, innovate and they want to make it, they want to make it change the Pokemon experience if they're going to make those, right? But to me, I think right. they could do it in a, they don't do DLC for Pokemon, really, right? And Not I really. Think what, I think what they could do, uh, like back in Gen Six, we th- we're just like, "Where's the Battle Frontier?" Well, not us specifically, but the community go- is is just like, "We want the Battle Frontier." It's not in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, and you know what they could have done, and it would have been perfectly acceptable to me, is if they would have like made a twenty dollar eShop title for the Wii U, and it would have had challenges similar to the Battle Frontier in it. Yeah, and you just upload your Pokemon from Gen Six. And you use those, and you play on uh, you play on your Wii U. And I, I'm hoping for something like that for the Switch. I hope that's like their experimental that's what I'm hoping way of for getting too. into there. Just something, some sort of like cinematic game that can project your Pokemon battle yeah. onto the screen. Just see it in like full HD and yeah. I think I think that's enough reason to second, do it. All that other stuff, and then just have it on display for like other people to watch. Yeah, I think like you're I controlling think it NPC... through your through your 3DSs, and then it's. Mm-hmm. on the switch and then you, other people can watch you play yeah you could do that i, I think feel, that would I, I, i'm really hoping that that's what they do as like an experimental way to get into the switch i mean they're obviously not killing the 3ds anytime soon right now um mm-hmm. no. with their, their game slated not to gonna be kill it until in make the 4DS. fall yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. 4ds um, 4ds yeah, i want to say 
I, I just I do want to continue this story because this is where I think this is the part where me and Scrawn sort of overlap with each other because it was during the Diamond and Pearl era when I actually met Scrawn for the first time. And we yeah, had we mainly have known each other through Gen Five though. Gen five, more or less, yeah. But we did do a little bit of Gen four stuff as well, I wanna say, but it was Gen five where we yeah. really like became friends through Pokemon and everything. And yeah. then Puckle happened. And, and here we Puckle. are. And then Puckle <laughs> happened. And then it became a and then it became a problem. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest experience with the Gen 4, honestly, was just going to the underground and just chasing people. <laughs> it was a good time. I bet you. I, that sounds I, like let, a very scrawn thing guess. to do. No, the very, the, a scrawn thing for him to do is to set his base in that little itty-bitty center plot of land where it's nearly impossible to get to. I No yeah. doubt that's where he was. <laughs> Oh, He's man. not denying it, so I'm. Yeah, I'm I, 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 I can tell. Yeah, no. Oh man, yeah, no. Uh, it's been great though the past few years. Like you said, Puckle happened. That, that's pretty been pretty fun. Like that was Gen Six with you guys. Um, yeah, Gen Six in general is like when we like became a thing. I feel. I I really think so. True to form, like, we needed I, yeah, we needed absolutely. a we needed a main released Pokemon game to cover and discuss and everything. Yeah, to a, really a, cement mm, ourselves as something. That's yeah, finally we, evolved from his 13-year-old voice. 16. Guys, let's get it right. I started the show when I was 16. Let's get it right. Uh, <laughs> uh, the no, the gravelly broken you. voice was gone and everything. Hmm? Uh, I'm just with you. Oh, no, it's fine. We're all, we're all friends. <laughs> we're all friends here. Uh, we're all friends and adults don't you mean, for the most part. Here. Condescendingly <laughs> <strong>. <laughs> uh, okay. All yeah, right. let's move on to the book of the episode. Well, we've we're gonna we're gonna take we're gonna take a quick break uh, with the commercial before that. So, oh uh, yeah, we'll be right back at you guys with the book of the episode. So we will catch you on the flip flop. Ew, this generic soda brand is gross. I wish I had a more refreshing carbonated beverage to give me that sugary rush. Then try Corsola Cola. It's a time-tested beverage sure to satisfy your chronic addiction to sugar. Gee, that's just what I'm looking for. Hook me up, fam. Corsa La Cola. It won't make your gums bleed. Gee, I sure love Corsa La Cola, but sometimes I wonder if there's a soda out there that will really mess my mouth up. Then try Toxa Pepsi. Guaranteed to have ten times as much sugar as Corsa La Cola, Toxa Pepsi is sure to ruin your life and oral hygiene. Cool! I still have five teeth left, so bring it on, fam! Toxa Pepsi. The taste is merciless. Poke the episode. And welcome back, guys, to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex 748 Toxapex, the Brutal Star Pokemon. It's Pokemon Moon Pokedex entry states, Those attacked by Toxapex's poison will suffer intense pain for three days and three nights. Post-recovery, there will be some after-effects. So Toxapex, cool Pokemon, actually. Um, it, it's kind of the water-type Ferrothorn, but not entirely. Uh, it plays mm. almost entirely differently uh, yeah, than definitely. Ferrothorn does. 
Uh, it, it, people thought it was going to be the water poison type Ferrothorn, but I don't think its typing mm-hmm. allows for that to happen. No. Uh, it does It does have massive defense and special defense, though. 152, oh. 142, respectively. Um, attack stats aren't garbage either. Uh, not complete garbage. They're pretty low, though. Uh, you have 63 in attack and 53 in special attack, but that's enough to do something with. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, the main gimmick with Toxapex is you have to get poison off. Uh, not always. I think I think the way people typically play it, you could. I have seen some merciless sets, but it's typically regenerator. Yes, uh, he said gimmick. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like gimmick would definitely be merciless, and then you poison with like toxic spikes or toxic, and then you Vino shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get that one hundred and thirty like, critical hit. Yeah. You, yeah, one hundred thirty crit and everything. Yeah, that could work. Um, the, there are a lot of steel types running around now, though, so it doesn't work out that well. Yeah, uh, uh, Toxic Toxapex is like a really, really good Pokemon because it has the it not not necessarily because of these two moves. Like it has the two signature things. It has the signature ability Merciless, and it has the signature move Baneful Bunker. And yeah. Baneful Bunker is really tricky. It's not always used, but like it's it's something to be aware of. It's on, sort of most, like, sense, it's on most Toxapex sets, I feel. Hmm. Just because uh, you're, you're running, like, you're typically running Black Sludge as the item. Or Rocky uh, Helmet, yeah. Or I, I haven't seen too many Rocky Helmet sets, but yeah, you could run okay. Rocky Helmet. Uh, hmm. But I think Black Sludge is the way to go, in my opinion. Uh, I think I think the typical set right now is Scald, Recover, uh, Toxic or Toxic Spikes, and Haze. Uh, it's you, Toxic Spikes and Haze, yeah. Yeah, and then, hmm. because Haze, for one, is a fantastic move to have on it. I think Amazing, I think yeah. right I think this generation right now, uh, both ha- just haze and phasing, are mm-hmm. two fantastic ways to play. I mean, it is also important to keep in mind though haze is an egg move. It is an egg move, yeah, from Surskit slash Greninja slash Whooper. Uh, Whooper, yeah, it's something <laughs> like that. It's uh, <laughs> it's something like that, and yeah, so haze is an egg move if you do go go on doing that, and it's just fantastic though. Like I was playing with uh, I, I built a team. The, earlier this week, just for fun, with uh, Crocoon. It, it, Crocoon's not super viable right now, just because people know what Crocoon is. But I think if you can just bring something like Aurora Dragon Tail with you on every team, you will do fairly well. Yeah, uh, basically. It, right now in the meta. Just because there's a lot of setup pokes right now. A lot of setup mods. Oh, sure. Especially mm-hmm. with the speed being the way it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the speed tiers. Uh, the mo- what If I experience with Tox Apex, and trust me, I have a lot of experience with Tox, Tox Apex. Uh, most of the time, during a battle, as long as you're doing playing correctly, you won't even have to use it. You just switch in, and you mm-hmm. use it as a, a switch pivot. Yeah, it's, and it's a really good out, pivot. It's a really good pivot. Regenerator gets the health back, and then you send it out again so that you can wall mm-hmm. stuff. You yeah, get some burns actually, off, maybe. You set up get, a layer of toxic spikes. It's super freeform. It's really well, nice. It gets really good synergy with uh, with something like Tangrowth or um, Amoongus. Oh, yeah. I'd probably, I'd probably say Tangrowth more here Tangrowth. than Amoongus. Just yeah. because you don't want the dual poison types. But um, you could definitely go with Tangrowth. And the it, it could be part of a fire, water, uh, grass core. Mm. You, could really, you could really get something going with that. I mean, you could get something like a bulky Heatran in there. Uh, <laughs> And you're you're gonna go to town. You're gonna have a lot of fun. Regenerator, hello. <laughs> yeah, two, I mean, I I had a lot of fun in Gen Six with uh with a regenerator core with Amoongus and Slowbro. Mm-hmm. I, I just had a blast oh, yeah. with those. So good stuff. Regenerator is a really fun ability to play with because you can kind of get an infinite health. And if you have something like Toxapex, it's stalling things out with Toxic. 
Mm-hmm. You just you're gonna you're gonna have a good time. You're gonna <laughs> have a good time. Yep. Uh, so. Uh, it does have some TCG cards, and they're actually some all right ones. So currently, there's one in rotation legally in the United States. Um, we have yeah, a as of right now with yeah, it's with uh, the it's sentiment a, expansion. So mm-hmm. you think it's all right? It's amazing. Uh, it gets the ability toxic spikes. Whenever your opponent's active Pokemon retreats, their new active Pokemon is poisoned. Um, and it also gets Venice Shock, which is one psychic energy and a double colorless. That's a little bit of setup. Uh, if your opponent's active Pokemon is poisoned, it does 50 more damage. That's 100 damage for 3 energy, though. I feel like the thing is, heavy. Well, and again, that does work. It's not, I wouldn't really say it's much of a setup, because the ability just triggers yeah, whenever I, an opponent switches in. Honestly, so Toxic Pex like could just be on the bench and still do it. Uh Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's You're right. I wasn't thinking. I was thinking it had to be the active. It's like whenever your opponent's active Pokemon retreats, okay, their new active right. Pokemon is poison. So yeah. even when Toxapex is on the bench, it doesn't even need to get out. Mm-hmm. And then you just escape rope or just retreat on your own and then Venice Shock 100 right yeah, out of the right. You're target. Right. I, I underestimated this card because I wanted to talk about the other one. But Toxapex. Uh, yeah, the other, yeah. One, the other one is uh, Toxapex's GX, which isn't and- currently out yet. Yeah, it's not well. It's out, I believe, in Japan, but it's not out in the U.S. yet. It's, so it's not out currently yet. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's. Not, I, mean, I think it comes out in. Um, it's the end of April or early May. I think it's early May. Um, it comes out. I forget uh, what they're calling the it here. Strength in the US. expansion pack. I'm just looking that up real yeah, quick. Yeah, that, that's not a fun name. The the name the packs before the the sets before this had way better names in Japan. <laughs> in Japan, it was like it was like the Rage of the Broken Sky. <laughs> uh, and I'm just like, I want that, but we got roaring skies, you know. Uh, uh-huh. It's not nearly as fun. Uh, it's probably like a close translation. No, it's not scrawn. It's the a broken transla- translation. The best translation is Rage of the Broken Skies, okay? Oh, that is the Lord. best translation. Oh, that is what okay. I want my set called, okay? Okay, sure. Uh, but this Toxapex GX is fantastic. Uh, it's fantastic. I'm actually so a big fun. fan of this card. I don't. I, I. I think it's fantastic. I'm not a TCG expert by any means, but I feel like this would be a really fun card to play. Uh, for for one psychic, you can do Spike Cannon, which well, this card's a psychic type, 210 uh, HP. It's GX. Uh, but Spike Cannon for one psychic, you do 30 times. It's four coin flips. This isn't the reason you want this card. No. Uh, you can definitely do you can definitely do like two KOs though with this card, right? Like no problem, um, because for three psychic energies, you get extremely dangerous poison, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Uh, can I just say get- that is a very very like I don't know what to call that kind of name. <laughs> it's just like extremely dangerous poison. Well, note note that it is the Japanese translation, so it's essentially True. it's essentially the uh, uh, <laughs> it's essentially the Rage of the Broken Sky. Uh, True. Uh, I actually need to look. I can translate it actually. So uh, the the other one is called Toxic Shelter GX, which is its GX attack, which also takes three uh, psychic energies. But if you get that set up uh, during your next turn, prevent all and any damage done to this Pokemon by attacks during your opponent's next turn. So you essentially get a free turn to let off extremely dangerous poison. This attack, Toxic Shelter GX, also does 150 damage, which I think is enough to warrant three three energy because uh, you can knock something out. If you if you weaken a uh, if you weaken a, another GX Pokemon, you can probably knock it out. Um, with All right, in Japanese, it sounds like Gekiyaba Poison. Yeah, that's that's the transliteration. But what does it mean? Mean. 
Uh, it's very dangerous poison. Oh, extremely dangerous poison? Uh, extremely yeah, dangerous it's, poison? It's, That's why. Sort, like, sort of like really scary poison, also. Or like really okay. extreme. Really extreme. Uh, okay. Well, that attack, by the way, um, it, it poisons your opponent's active Pokemon. But not only that, it makes the poison damage, which would usually be one damage counter per turn, um, or one damage Ooh. counter between turns, to ten damage counters between turns. So in two mo- in within a uh, turn after you do that attack, and it comes back to you, that your opponent's active Pokemon has taken two hundred damage, which is enough to knock out most uh, most Pokemon outside of the GXs and EXs right now. Do we have a Pokemon that, that can accelerate Psychic? Extremely dangerous poison. Uh, you you technically do. Um, in Lunala. I believe okay. I, I could be wrong. I, I don't okay. wanna, don't quote me on that. I believe Lunala GX, but even, if you're using that, it's its GX attack, and so you can't use this GX attack. Ugh. Um, Such a pain. I, I, I'm uh, assuming. I mean, I don't know all the cards in the next set. I don't know if there's any energy acceleration right now uh, coming for the, uh, Psychic. The art is also great. Yeah. Oh well, the rainbow like, art is fantastic. Uh, we just pulled the Sogaleo art. GX rainbow rare the mm. uh, yesterday, and we uh, it's so cool. Uh, so nice. Cool. It's so cool. So cool. Uh, it's cool, fam. So <laughs> it's cool, fam. Tox effects. Tox effects. I don't know if it's got any trivia other than it's uh, it's got really high defenses. Yeah, it, that is its only bit of trivia. Oh, it does eat Corsola that... though. It eats Corsola. Yeah. If that wasn't yeah. enough to warrant well, anything, yeah. but yeah. The only trivia is that Toxapex does have the highest base defense and special defense of all poison type Pokemon. Mm hmm. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Uh, so if you want to learn more about Toxapex, just look out for Sometimes I Fly's article. Uh, he is fantastic and he's on top of this. So. Or just ask Scrawn. We, <laughs> nice, we gave him a nice one this week. Uh, I try to challenge him. Uh, <laughs> I always try to challenge him each week by picking a random one. So. Yeah. Uh, there you guys go. You guys can check out FuckoPodcast.com for that and all of the awesome articles that our writing staff does. So we are going to be right back at you guys, and we're going to move on to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! Mail! And onto the mailbag. Our mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink that gives you hooves. Green Tauros. And as always, we will be giving out the Green Tauros badge to anybody we deem worthy. Uh, hooves! Game. Darn it. That was so late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so last we all, for those of you who are new, this is the part where we read listener emails. You can send us an email at pucklepodcast.gmail.com for a chance for us to read it. Uh, we're going to dig right in, though. Uh, every week we always ask you a mailbag question as well to help you uh, give you a writing prompt. But you, of course, can write to us about anything you want to. Um, so we're going to jump right on in. Last week's question was, uh, what Generation 2 Pokemon are you most excited for in Pokemon Go? So let's okay. get into it. Um, so this first uh, one is going to be from... Oh, my gosh. He didn't put his name, did he? Uh, I think it's Adrian. Just I'm just going to call him Adrian. Uh, hey, Roasted Pepper Thatch and fellow co-hosts. I'm here to answer a couple of mailbags. How have I gotten lucky in a Pokemon game? Well, I decided to start at my silver and choose Cyndaquil as my starter. I got to the point that I evolved him into Quilava, but little did I realize he was actually a her. That's right, I got a female starter on my first try. Not sure if that qualifies as a lucky story, but hey, I'm proud of it. Next, I have played Sun and Moon because I didn't... 
I don't even have a 2DS or 3DS. So I can't say what kind of a Lowland trainer I would be. Well, you should go get a 2DS, man. They're like 80 bucks right now. They're, they're super cheap. Yeah. You could uh, probably get one even cheaper if it's used. Uh, it's like 70 bucks if it's used at GameStop, so you just buy a new one. Don't go to GameStop. <laughs> well, where else are you going to buy one? I mean, local game stores here for eBay are pretty Craigslist? awful. Craigslist, okay. eBay, hey. yeah. <laughs> this guy. Okay. This okay. guy. You guys, you guys are just showing me up right now. It's fine. We got Macklemore over here, thrift shopping. <laughs> <laughs> now what? Now what for the part? Uh, now what part of the Pokemon Go Gen Two update am I most excited for? Maybe the fact that I have an Umbreon, or how the Johto starters pop up way more frequently than the Kanto starters. Caught two Cyndaquils, two Chikorita, and one Bayleaf in the first week. No Totodial yet. I that have should have me caught up with the mailbag. So now I've got some questions for you guys and girl. If Fluffius is there. Fluffius is nope. not here. So these are questions for us. In a world where Pokemon are real, you can have only one legendary Pokemon to call your own. Who would it be? I would love to travel around on the back of Lugia. So what legendary Pokemon would you own, Scrawn? Uh, Victini, because victory! <laughs> and he could, like, do the little peace sign thing all the time? Yeah, uh, but it's, it's gotta be one of those Victinis that can learn, like, Fusion Bolt and Glaciate. <laughs> okay, I don't think it learned Glaciate. I think it learned Fusion Bolt, Fusion oh. Flare. Oh, it learns Glaciate. No, I don't believe it. It learns Glaciate, fam. I, okay, I do not Google. Believe you. Can Victini I do not believe glaciate? you that Victini can learn Glaciate at all. I, I am I am dead serious here, man. Going right to it. We're, we're figuring this out live, Pokemonians. Victini, I have a Victini with Then your then your Pokemon's fake. It is not fake. How dare you! Uh, it just barely glaciate. What? Looking for, nope. I'm looking for no. ice types, and I'm not no. seeing any ice types. You it does not. And all I'm seeing is fire, psychic, fighting, and normal you types. A, you are a liar. I'm a liar. <laughs> Pixar sure, didn't happen, sure scrolling. Pixar didn't happen. I don't think it one sec. <laughs> one sec. I know. I know which one you're right. talking about. So, it didn't get glaciate. One. Sec. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, we gotta go to this Gen Six tab. Well, you've get this. We you get this gen- event. You get this event decks here on Cerebi. They've got one of those yeah. now. Okay, yeah, I'm and looking you up. Go, the you go to Gen Five, and you look up Victini. No, nope, there, and, there it is. There it is. By event, by event, Victini at the Pokemon Center in Tohoku. Victini. It learns glaciate. It, a special event Pokemon Center Victini. I don't believe does you. no glaciation. Oh my gosh, there it is. There it is. I found it. It's only that one. It's only the Japanese one. Well, I have a Japanese Victini because I'm well, in because Japan. well, the, so the one I'm thinking of from the U.S. doesn't get that. Instead of glaciate, it gets searing shot. Um, well, I think you, glaciate's you have, better. You have to get the one from Japan to get glaciate. Yeah. Fun fact. Okay, Scrun, you schooled me. You school me, boy. School. <laughs> All right. Stay so... tuned next time I'm on, and I'll school him again. <laughs> uh, Viger, what 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 legendary Pokemon would you have? Dialga. Obviously. Okay. Um... <laughs> Obviously, we're not going to go into any discussion about why. Because but... <laughs> it's a steel type, and you use steel type could... scrub. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh, mine would be Soikin, so we can just end mine there. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. So number two, if you had to delete one Pokemon... Wait, 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 wait,
I thought you just said soykun, and I just like thought soy-kun. of a soy-kun, like a soykun, <laughs> like a like soy-kun, soy-kun, like pouncing around on like pools of soy milk or something. And, oh like, my gosh! Milk. Okay, we're moving. I, I was just thinking of a giant soybean. <laughs> okay, he's got he's got another question. Uh, if you had to delete one Pokemon generation from existence, which one would it be? Uh, and he says he doesn't really care for Gen Five, to be honest. And oh, that I is would, blasphemy. I I would say Gen Five. I would I would delete I would delete Gen Three. Um, or like not in that. I mean, I like I like Pokemon, uh, all of them, right? I just like Gen Three the least, just because of the way like they didn't carry over the connectivity, um, like yeah. they, like they should have. Um, that that's literally that's the only reason that's got a poor taste in my mouth. That's honestly the only reason. Yeah, honestly, like um. When I think back to Gen 3, like, some of my favorite Pokemon, like, Slugma and Natu, are actually, like, Gen 2 Pokemon. So I'd say Gen yeah. 3, too. <laughs> like, I was um, thought, like, Gen I 3. Would, <laughs> uh, I would pick Gen 1 so that people could stop complaining about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I'd pick Gen 3 as well, just because it's a yeah. huge, like, gray area. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like, uh, I okay. wasn't into That's it funny. anyway, so... But then again, I wouldn't have Metagross on my side, but eh, win some, you lose some. Third question, what is your perfect meal from Panda Express? Uh, His is honey walnut shrimp with orange chicken and fried rice. Uh, I don't eat at Panda Panda Express. I don't don't go to Panda Express that often. (laughs) I always go to like a real Chinese restaurant. I like that. I like me some nice fried rice. Give me some of that chahan. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for reading this. I really hope to hear it on the show. Catch you guys on the sandal. Hashtag Puckle10. Hashtag Puckle10, everybody. Say it out loud. You love Hashtag, hashtag Puckle10. Hashtag Puckle10. Okay. <laughs> hashtag Puckle10. It's the way to go, man. Uh, this next one is from It's uh, it's Turtles. Who wants to grab this one? It's, All right. Uh, I got it. Yeah, I was just about to say. Okay. Scruff. All right. What's up, homies? It's Turtles raising the roof this week. I know your time is precious, so allow me to get right to the point. Pokemon Go version 2. I have a tale to tell and tell the tale I shall. But to the tale the, but to tell the tale, you must know I dropped off the Go fandom hard, like deleted the app and everything. But the siren song of Iglybuff drew me back. Plus, the starters are perfect, so I needed those too. However, I found myself unable to find the time or motivation to even open the app. Well, that is until... About one one day ago, I was looking after my little sister and brought her to the toy store because she can spend, quite honestly, hours just walking around only looking at stuff. Of course, we found ourselves in an aisle full of Pokemon figurines. Now, my younger sister has special needs and has Down syndrome, which is very physically identifiable. I, I liken myself to be a very understanding individual. So when a young boy, no lo- older than seven to eight years old, approached us and asked why my sister looked so different, I laughed a little bit as naive nature. The look on my b- boy's mother's face was pure terror. Understandably, it's not all that rare, believe it or not. I expressed my understanding and explained my sister's disability. The boy didn't understand too well, but promptly asked me if she liked Pokemon. Much to my thrill, my little sister and I both responded with yes, almost simultaneously. I asked the boy if he had played Pokemon Go yet, and to my surprise, he hadn't. So I showed him the app, and I got to explain that the app has more Pokemon than ever. He about leaped from the floor when he saw a little Ledybug pop up on the screen. My little sister responded similarly. The mom said, oh, thanks, very politely, and shuffled her kid away to the other aisle. After that, I took my sister to the park, and we played Go for a solid two hours, which is impressive for her attention span. It was really phenomenal. Sorry for the long email. 
Oh, and to answer the question, my favorite new feature has got to be the new Pokemon, plain and simple. I really wish for the legendaries to make an appearance, but I guess I understand why they haven't so far. Thanks for sticking through all the way through. Uh, it's Turtles, hashtag Puckle10. Hashtag Puckle10. We're making this yes. thing, guys. Hashtag Puckle10. We'll get that thing <laughs> trending. We'll get it trending. That's a nice we gotta story. That, we got to get that trending. Uh, Viger, I'm going to give you the next two emails because I believe uh, Lamps, Lampk, is uh his is pretty short so you can read the second yeah. one too yeah so uh all right so dear thatch and his crew of puckley brigands brigands i guess yeah i would like to start this letter by talking about fire emblem no just kidding <laughs> i know i know i know go Let's by just name. Bo a new one it's fine yeah i know go by name of our uh, 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 one of my, uh, my uh, i'm having words a are hard right now words are hard uh, words are hard I'm 24 and I can't speak or read. <laughs> I now go by the name Lamp, which stands for Legendary and Mythical Pokemon Collector. I will be participating in my first premier challenge in VGC. My team consists of Decidueye, N- Nidoking, Salamence, Zoroark, Golospod, and Hitmonchan. I really want a nice. good moveset for Zoroark and would like help with this. Also, oh, I can thanks. do that real quick. Real do quick. It. All right. All right, flamethrower, night days, uh, nasty plot, and uh, focus blast. Yeah, that works. There you and go. if you can, and if you can have that Zoroark disguise itself as a blast toys, it would really throw you off when suddenly it's flamethrower, like one did me. So you remember that one, didn't you, Scrum? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, Zoroark is fantastic. <laughs> like, send it out as a copy of the Pokemon that like you want, like that is immune to like the moves that like dark types are uh, su- uh, weak against it's super yeah. great like so a ghost type and just use nasty plot and then they're like oh darn dang it yeah. <laughs> so oh, also thanks for reading my also thanks for reading my other email on the show and i will catch you on the flip-flop so Wonderful. that was I'll that you one you can get andre and then i get andre so hey guys i don't really have a nickname so let's go with andre here so, first things first, obviously the best thing about Gen 2 in Pokemon Go is Gen 2. Who would be crazy to say otherwise, right? It was my first Gen, and actually the first game I've ever gotten. The first Pokemon I caught on Silver was a Sentret, and 14 years after that, I take my phone and there it is. A Sentret to be my first Gen 2 Pokemon. Simply amazing. Anyway... As a Brazilian, I must ask by law, please come to Brazil. Seriously, you guys come to the Intercontinental. Is it international? These tournament names confuse me a lot. In Sao Paulo. Paulo. I'm sorry for butchering your language. That comes out in April. That's in April. That event's in April. Yeah. If you'd like to come to this place in the emails, (laughs) I'd love to meet you all. And if you want to stretch the travel a little more, you can go to the amazing beaches in Rio. You have a guide, a tour guide and place to stay. I don't know how to end emails. So yeah, thanks for the amazing podcast and catch you guys on the flip flop. Thanks for sending in Mr. Andre. Yes. Absolutely. All right. A quick thing. Yeah, I'm just gonna say these numbers, and if you happen to know a certain app regarding Fire Emblem, then add me. It's nine two three six three seven seven zero eight two. Go ahead and send me a request. <laughs> to get all that, cool. Strong, <laughs> just pimping out his uh, his Fire Emblem Heroes ID there. Yeah, um, I need more friends. Okay, so uh, other than that, um, <laughs> as opposed uh, to real life I, friends, he just needs friends in Fire Emblem. <laughs> do you guys want to give yeah, totally. the uh, Green Taurus badge to anybody? I, I think it's uh, either um, Turtles Lamp. Lamp is that what we should call it? Lamp 
Uh, and Lamp- Andre. I, 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 I like the ring of that. I like, I like the email the I read. Uh, the one that you read? Uh, yes, uh, Turtles. from Turtles. Yeah, I like that too. It's Turtles. Go like on the Turtles website. Well. You got the green Turtles badge. Yeah. Hashtag Puckle's head. Um, <laughs> hashtag Puckle's head. <laughs> Uh, hashtag, we just gotta, just gonna make it trending. Uh, so if you wanna email us next week, you can send us an email, as I said earlier, at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Also do so if you're planning on coming to PuckleCon, or if you're like 50-50. Uh, just send us an email. You know, cause we're, we're definitely looking to get a, some kind of headcount. Um, I'll be there. Um, I'm sure Gator will probably be there. Um, I, I can say those people will be there. <laughs> Shamu. For certain. Shamu will, Shamu will definitely be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe Ethan this year, huh? Uh, Ethan, Both of Ethan, us? Said he was, Ethan said he was coming this year. Ethan did say he was what? coming. What? Yeah. Wow. So many reasons to come. Yeah. I mean, Ethan, <laughs> come on, guys. You're going to do it for Ethan. Uh, <laughs> so I haven't even met Ethan. I've met Ethan. Uh, I, I'm the only one that's met Ethan, actually. So. Well, Bo's, well, Bo's going to. He's going to, yeah. In less than two weeks. I'm super excited. That's going to be a fun weekend. Um. Maybe then you could finally make pancakes together. Oh, we're gonna make waffles, man! In the morning, or waffles, we're make waffles. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, yeah. So that's where we're at with that. Um, if you want to email us though at pucklepodcast@gmail.com, next week's mailbag question is gonna be: What is what was your first experience with Pokemon? Let us know. Um, also, if you haven't already, check us out on social media. You can follow us on the Twitters at pucklepodcast. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com/pucklepodcast. You can go ahead and tumble with us on Tumblr at pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. You can subscribe to our subreddit, r slash puckle. And uh, if you haven't already, review us on iTunes. A really cool place, uh, and it helps more people find us. So we really do appreciate it when you do that. Finally, uh, what are the other things that we typically do? Uh, <laughs> what else goes at the end of my spiel? If you want a Puckle t-shirt, you can do so. It's a great way to support Puckle while looking really swaggy. Um, you can go ahead and... And uh, buy one of those at etsy.com slash shop slash puckle podcast. You can pick up a – we also have some TCG mats left as well. Um, buy those before PuckleCon because I will give them all away at PuckleCon. Uh, <laughs> Good stuff. Um, and if you haven't already and you'd like to donate to the show and get some cool uh, cool interactions with the community that you can't get otherwise, go to patreon.com slash puckle podcast where you can uh, donate to us monthly. Uh, our patrons get to listen to a live show. Uh, once a month, uh, we put it out afterwards, but it's typically a couple weeks late. Um, we do, a, we do the live show. We do the, uh, we, they, we build teams for them. They get some Pokemon out of it. So if you're interested in something like that, you can go ahead and go to Puckle Podcast or patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's it guys. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I'm here. Trainer Thatch. That's I'm, it. Yeah, that's that's it. I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Scrum. And I'm Viger. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Yeah.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 